back to the Let's XP Geek Gaming Podcast. This is episode number 37. Tonight we're playing Steve's Pick. Let's which XP. Is, Don't play it. Don't play that game. No, stop. He's talking. No, keep talking to introduce us. Come on. Hellblade. Senua's Sacrifice. Currently on Game Pass for all your Game Pass subscribers. If you're not a Game Pass subscriber in this day and age, you're severely out. missing out. It's got hundreds of games on there and a lot of legit ones too. It's not bullshit games. It's cool ones. Um, I'm one of your co-hosts, Todd. We have Mondo and Steve. Boys, what's happening? Breaking news, breaking news. Uh-oh. Our buddy Chuck just bought an Xbox Series X. Oh, fantastic. I sent him a link. Uh, Walmart has him up for $4.99, and he just picked it up. So congratulations, Chuck. Get awesome. that game pass. Welcome in. to the party, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys already talk about... um? Well, Will Smith versus Chris Rock yet on your other no, show? No. Not much to say. Like it's just... he's he's a he's a bitch. Long story short, he is legend, right? Is that was that the sequel to I Am Legend two right there? <laughs> yeah, I am a fucking bitch. <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't. I mean, I wish I were famous enough to assault a man on TV. You are, and, dude. And you guys it, have executive credit. credits. Yeah. You guys are producers. That's you guys true. got all kinds of film credits of, of uh, hit films, Shark Exorcist two and. Deb, Debbie does demons uh, coming out to a theater <laughs> near you. I thought I saw um, you guys in tuxedos at the show. Might have just you know been me. We were we were there in the back. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe maybe not Steve. Steve was there via Zoom. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like I don't I don't I don't care. You know, I, that's wrong term. I do care that she's sick. You know. Yes. But you're at a comedy show. You are open game to anybody. You know what you're getting in for. And it's not like he called her out saying you're ugly or anything. It's a funny joke man the end of the day you know what i mean i would have liked worse shit with pete davidson his dad died in 9 11 and they make fun of that he makes fun of it himself yeah so like <laughs> you're free game you're a comic yourself will i'm sure you said mean things to people too you don't I need to sell the man over it i was hoping he'd say welcome to earth and then fucking just whack <laughs> this rock but, looked like he wanted to go off too because he has some great material because that family's fucking dysfunctional hello detective did you but, like getting slapped in the face yeah Oscars is bullshit anyway. They should get yeah, it's born. Even though Dune won six fucking uh, awards. I see. I don't even know. I don't even care. <laughs> it won six awards and people are like, Dune was good? <laughs> stupid. Hey, I heard Um, uh, I'm a little pissed. I waited till this moment to to call you guys out, but I'm heard you're having an Oculus party, party coming up and I wasn't invited. We're, 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 to buy one. we're trying to get that one up. I heard you bitches are going to golf. Or zombies. Uh, or zombies golf, zombies maybe a little boxing yeah. that's cool that's cool i'm not hurt i'm not hurt so oh, get, one, get one bitch oh steve just dropped get one bitch <laughs> i love it it's awesome maybe i was looking at it i was looking at it i'll think about it i got too many you other buy every, you buy everything else by that i know but it's kind of hard to sneak some of this shit now Although she is leaving for New York next week, so maybe she'll just come back to us to play an Oculus. So, oh, we have to talk about something we were talking about in the Discord real quick before we get into news: the anatomy of the avatar species. Remember our yes. conversation? Okay. Here's, here's my question: Here we, we all know they have this. they have sex right with with their braids. They interlock them. They get fucking down. Whatever. However, do the female Navi? have vaginas and do the male navi have fucking wangs hanging under the loincloth yes or no i say yes no 
We 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 see. I, I've seen one naked in person. <laughs> what? Are you, what an Oculus? <laughs> no, she's playing some weird ass Pornhub shit. <laughs> I I uh, when you go to uh, to the av- like to Pandora at Disney World, when you go into the Avatar ride, there's you see like an Avatar in tube there. You know, like uh, in the movie, and yeah. they're naked in there, and there's no dick. <laughs> like so, you, when you say naked, like you're Ken, talking about Ken like doll? yeah, Ken yeah, doll? Ken doll, yeah. So why they did they have wa- a dick at Disneyland, though, dude? Yeah, they wouldn't. Yeah, but I, in the movie, you could also see it in a tank, and it still has no dick. Why is he wearing a loincloth, then? <laughs> yeah, why? you're kicking the words right out of my mouth. Where, why the loincloth? Why hiding the, the knobby breast? I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, that's just the way it is. Like, <laughs> I don't I know, know I need why. To know, I need to know why. <laughs> just, yeah. just a base of argument. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Mr. Cameron, in Avatar 2, you must distinguish. In love. Yeah, we He's really need to know the direction, circumference of... I think they Let's got Jake, one, dude. Jack, maybe, they, maybe they got like three holes on their wiener and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it just unfolds like a flower. I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities here. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, shit, Steve. No, I've seen it before. I've seen one naked. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, been with one. Come on. Oh, uh, yeah. Come on. Online Phoenix. All right. Let's move on to some news. I got. <laughs> shit. Is there a channel for that? Please uh, link me it's, on that. It's, in, it's my, in my OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, you did go blue face once, so maybe you went down on one. <laughs> oh, I did. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways, moving on to news. We're a little news heavy, um, but we'll get through it pretty quickly. Really looking forward to uh, Wednesday. Today is Monday, the 28th, when we're recording, but Wednesday is the first episode dropping of Moon Knight. Super excited to see what that's going to uh, come out to be. I know, Steve, you're pretty excited hearing that they should have been uh, rated R as opposed to PG-13 is hyping me up even more um, for this series to drop. Uh, those of you who haven't seen the Batman in theaters, if you want to wait, I would because HBO Max will be streaming it as of April 19th. And for me personally, I can't wait to watch that shit again because it was good the first time around. And I'll be able to watch it at home comfortably, not at the theater for three hours uh let's see here christopher lloyd was casted as a cameo appearance in the upcoming mando lorian season three i wonder who's gonna play you think he's gonna play like a jedi or a mandalorian or just some he's one-off playing doc brown doc brown yeah people Mando, were joking. go back to the future people were joking his first name should be man and his last name should be delorean uh, that's, too, that's too little on the nose there. <laughs> too little on the <laughs> yeah. uh, there are rumors maybe he's playing the, a psychotic uh, Jedi from the past named Joris Sebaeth I believe his name is is that the one that's blind and force, awake, uh, force unleashed no this one's actually cool. that this one's actually in the books heir to the empire dark force rising when they first introduced Thrawn he was basically a crazy Jedi uh, that was helping Thrawn out at the time but who knows? Uh, Mandalorian likes to throw curveballs at us, but seeing that Christopher Lloyd's going to be in it is pretty fucking cool. Uh, moving on here to the last couple things. Jedi Fallen Order sequel is rumored to have its trailer drop um, at the celebration in May, Star Wars celebration. And I, for one, am super fucking excited to see what they're coming up with in a sequel because that first game is amazing. And Steve still hasn't played it yet, right? I haven't played it either. You haven't played it either? Oh, shit. Uh, Both I have it sitting on the shelf. Steve, you haven't played it? No, I haven't. Yeah, not yet. I don't think, it's I don't, on my list, but... It's not on Game Pass or anything right now either, huh? Which one is it? It's the... Uh, 
Jedi Fallen Order. It, it is because uh, oh, it's it's an EA game, so all EA games are on Game Pass. Oh yeah, I zoned out. I beat that game. Yeah, I was just saying, I thought you played it. No, no, no. I I thought you for some reason I thought you said uh the fucking Jedi Knight. No, the five. Now I can't forget what I thought you said. Now, <laughs> but, uh, no, <laughs> I I like that game a lot, except the it was too repetitive with the worlds. Like we needed more than like four worlds or whatever. But I was fucking cool. A, game. It was fun. I liked uh I liked the story too. The story was actually pretty damn good. Yeah, I like the flashbacks with his Jedi Master and the training and all that shit. Cool. Ooh, super cool. That intro is pretty badass too. Um moving on, Steve, you asked me to write this down. I wrote it down. I'm bringing it up and you're going to expand on it. Grand Turismo 7 scandal. Oh my god, dude, this is uh, okay. So, a car scandal game. Okay. Ooh. Tony up to their old tricks again. <laughs> um, so I, I've been mildly following Gran, Gran Turismo 7. I used to be a fan of that game, but I just like the uh, the style of the Forza games better. But I was still interested to see what the scores were. And I remember when the game came out, uh, the reviewers, like the professional reviewers, were all pretty high on it, you know, like giving it kind of 8.5 to 9 out of 10. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's good to see Gran Turismo kind of being back uh, into the mix of things. And it's uh, good for Sony to have, you know, one of their franchises kind of be back on top. But then uh, a couple weeks later, I read an article that like the Metacritic score is like two. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? How is that possible? So my wow, first thought wow, wow. is that Forza fans are like bombing it or something like that, you know, some kind of shit like that. But uh, upon looking into it, what the fuckers at Sony did is... <laughs> the fuckers put, at Sony. They put out the game... Uh, pretty much free of any microtransactions so that when the reviewers had their hands on it, it was a great game. But as soon as the game was out, about a week after, they shut every, everything down. They boosted the price of the uh, cars, boosted the in the prices of the uh, tracks, and you have to super grind to get everything. And they in instituted microtransactions. So you're essentially buying it on a false review because they didn't mention anything <laughs> in the review it wasn't there at the time so now everyone's pissed at them and it's like what the fuck is this that's total bullshit because people are buying it expecting it to be great and then it's gotta, take them in. that's awful be like it's gotta be a lawsuit right consumer trust law or something like that like yeah it's it's yeah, awful man. false advertisement yeah that does suck i know um a little after we talked about that last steve they they uh, kotaku dropped a article saying that players are using an AFK exploit to farm millions. So they're basically somehow finding a way to circumvent it all and gain millions and millions in credits for the game to buy everything. But that in just in practice is like a you no, no, man. How do you do that shit? Yeah. It's crazy. So like I, I think of parents who buy this for their kids and they can't fucking like advance in the game because they need, you know, a million credits to get the, a car to get to the next track. It's fucking bullshit, man. Those, that game did look cool, though. Graphically, it does look cool, but the same track is going to get repetitive real fast. So. If, if it exactly. doesn't sell, they're probably going to have to release everything. So it might be good for the gamers. Yeah, maybe. Well, we, we've definitely learned, you know, you piss off the wrong people, change will happen. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. Hopefully they change their fucking ways because that's shady. I'd be pissed off. Fuck you, Sony. Um sequel to Plague Tale is dropping in June, se June 17th of this year, so um, get ready to see a little Amicia. bit more. Amicia! <laughs> I have to take a shit! Hugo! Hugo! Where are you? They couldn't age him like 10 more years. They had to 
fucking keep him a toddler essentially like gosh damn it maybe they'll explain it like his disease yeah, doesn't let him I grow guess. or some shit like that <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know I, I mean i are you guys do you guys think you're gonna play it day one when it drops or maybe along somewhere down the road not day one for me but i will i will play it somewhere down the road actually just talking to my friend about it yesterday because he played it off my recommendation and he really liked it and it kind of made me think like we we're talking about it. i'm like you know what i'm due for another like game like that so i'll play it but probably not like right did away. Tell him, did you tell him Mondo made you play it? Right. Well, like he, he listens. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. So, so he knows. Well, see, friend, I'm glad you liked it because that game was, it was all right. It wasn't too bad. Um, last but not least, and this always seems to happen. I'm always talking to, to Steve about this shit. Sony is said to be releasing their competitor to game pass that what they're going to drop their their iteration of it sometime this week knowing the way things work obviously it's monday so it's going to happen regardless but usually when we have a show we talk about something and a few days later fucking news drops and we have to wait for the following one to cover it but look out for that this week sony will be dropping info to their game pass uh competition you guys think it's going to be anywhere near as good as game pass or is it just going to be the sony rip you off version it's not that thing you sent with the tears. No, no, it got. I think uh, it was fake. Was yeah, it, it got debunked. And so. Oh, thank God, because I. You know, it's funny though, because that's not like shocking for Sony. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys. I don't had know, the... man. I mean, the, Sony's got a fucking great lineup, man. A lot of classics out there. Like, I'd love to play like Spiral Dragon or something, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I think the problem is going to be that the one thing that is really great about Game Pass and Sony's not going to do is put their first party titles day one. And that's where the major difference between the two is. Now, if we looked at that fake graphic of things and the reason people thought it was real is it's very believable, you know? So they're yeah. plugging streaming games. Xbox has been doing that since day one. Uh, they're talking about game demos. Xbox does that. Yeah, there's like... The only thing that can compete with Game Pass is if they do their first party games day one, and they will not do that. So I don't know. It's it's, it's maybe they'll drop some of the older ones like Uncharted One. No, they will, <laughs> but it's and so does Xbox. But you, it's the day one like Halo Infinite comes out, and all your friends can play it because it's their day one. You know, that's that that's big. That's what really makes Game Pass like so great. Yeah, they're not putting Spider Man on that. Yeah, do you think um using your Halo Infinite example, do you think that game was as profitable because it was a day one release as if it, if so, it was just a disc space? Like did, that's, did you, that's what it was confused me. Did you see the recent like numbers that Microsoft uh, kind of put out there? No, uh, the games are ending up being more profitable on Game Pass than they are without because of people buying DLC. Or when game like third party games are being removed, people are buying them after playing it on Game Pass as opposed to never playing them because they never got to try it. So it makes sense because you're you're not more. dropping sixty bucks on the game and you now have that money to buy stupid ass armor. Right. And most people so, end up buying yeah. more than sixty bucks worth of stupid ass armor, you know, kids yeah, especially. Know. It's, so that's ridiculous. <laughs> that that game needs to turn it around. They they've broken a lot of promises. I mean, so. a, a good example is uh so Zombie Army Four, right? Uh, yeah, I got for free on Game Pass. I put in 120 on DLC probably at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. I did. I dropped a lot of money on the fucking DLCs too. <laughs> you're absolutely right. So there you go. Like, I spent more 
on you know the game that i would have otherwise so it works maybe they'll introduce uh last of us factions which is like a rumored standalone multiplayer type game for last of us obviously and maybe they'll make that free i really like the last Something. of us multiplayer in the first game I didn't really play it as much. I very, very briefly because I rage heavily when playing <laughs> against uh, other people that are a million times better. Sudden than death me. too. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. The idea is cool, crafting and fighting and shooting, but there's always a million people better than you. So, but uh, that's it for news. So we're going to move on to our what read, watched, and played. Um, and I'll I'll take it first. Uh, well, I watched a really dumb movie. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. It's called uh fast and the furious <laughs> the first one uh my daughter inquired as to those movies and what they were about my oldest and i said well rather than explain it why not watch it and um it's embarrassing sometimes watching that shit thinking like it's back in the days player. i was like yeah it's cool <laughs> yeah. why are they heisting dvd players <laughs> dude it was it was just so crazy i mean it was so like over the top like hey what up cuh and uh just i don't know it was the first no, one why, isn't why as bad i almost had you bro <laughs> i almost had, had you me. never had your car it doesn't Shut matter whether you win by an inch or a mile winning is winning but i mean i kept thinking of uh paul walker from his version from tammy and the t-rex and it just kept ruining it for me over and over again. oh yeah do it again baby yeah baby you, you guys watched that tammy movie right that movie's cheesy but we watched uh fast and the furious i gave it a three out of five on letterbox because it is uh nostalgic for myself having been a teen when i watched it um moving on i finished reading star wars high republic fallen star which is the sequel to the first book um the main book i guess you could say really good book it really expands so much more on this 300 years before uh the prequel trilogy and i'm really enjoying it it's really expanding in ways introducing characters and the jedi and where they're at it, it's just a really fun read and if you guys could ever pick up a copy like on audiobook for free or a cheap copy when it goes on sale i highly recommend it and as far as what i'm playing um i actually started i booted up horizon zero dawn i've never played the first one through um so i figured let's run it on the ps5 because it got that bump to uh, 4k 60 frames per second and that game is so fucking pretty and fun so far. I'm only about less than an hour in. I've already done like, it seems like six different side quests within that hour, but I'm finding it to be a lot of fun. And I really hope somewhere down the road, you guys get your PS5s and, and play some of these exclusives because this one is definitely worth a, a play so far. You're missing something. What am I missing? What else did I do? Uh, oh no no we're saving that we're uh, saving that are we God damn we're, it. we're we're reviewing it we're doing the 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 fucking fast reviews this is a fast uh, i'm not watching that movie dick show motherfucker you're not watching it i told you why oh you're gonna wait for all of yeah, them yeah i have to i'm not gonna be able to see all of them before i leave so oh okay well then i'll make it really quick and brief and i won't do spoilers but uh, holy fuck i am not a halo fan of the franchise because i I'm suck at first person shooters um you've heard me rage and rant about it before um but i booted up this on the day it dropped on the 24th and i went into it thinking it was probably going to be a little silly i was fucking blown away i mean for me it was a mixture of everything i loved like robocop starship troopers uh you name it i didn't think it was gonna go where it went 
And the one thing I will say, Todd, is I never thought I'd see uh, blood and gore and violence the way I did in this show. So Ooh, I like that. CGI what, or are we talking puppets? Um, or a little bit of both. So, he, so I mean, like I said, I don't want to say too much because I want you to enjoy it and watch it, nor do I want to skew your, your view. All right, leave it alone then. Um, okay, I won't say. Yeah. But it, it's definitely, I, I had a lot of fun, man. Sweet. Cool. You feel the same way, Steve? Holy fuck. So, unlike Mondo, I am a Halo fan. And it's different. You know, they take, it's not the same as the game exactly. There are things that they do differently in the show. But holy, it's still fucking Halo. And it is awesome. Like, after 15 minutes, uh, it's a 15 minute show, but after 15 minutes, I had such a big fucking grin on my face. Like, (laughs) I can't believe they're pulling this off. It's, yeah, it's so good. I can't fucking wait for the next few episodes so. you awesome. know i'll probably end up watching it in dallas you know how you know how they always say like oh there's not a good translation of like a game into a movie and stuff halo is about to change that oh. shit because that series i mean if it, if that's the way it's gonna be it's gonna build on this momentum like holy fuck dude it's, it was that good awesome. yeah yeah i mean it's going to be hard for you to watch not watch yeah, it, i guess i should say all right, cool um all right well i did a fucking punishment movie uh from losing trivia for first quarter, which tonight we start second quarter but i digress uh i was forced to watch double dragon from 1994 this piece of shit garbage <laughs> poorly acted poorly written poorly attired or whatever you want to call it set dressing they're they got this oh my god it, where do i begin like <laughs> you have you have this <laughs> you have this excellent line eat some fists buttheads I'm like what is he talking to like you fucking idiot uh the fighting sound effects are like me hitting like a wiffle ball bat against the wall and that's supposed to be your face um the costumes look like you got them at party city uh non-american listeners it's just like a basic fucking uh, costume store with like got some good stuff but these weren't the good stuff um they have like a problem with earthquakes so you literally have people with like a hydraulic system and they're hand jacking fucking whole buildings up by hand it doesn't make any damn sense <laughs> you got andy dick fuck andy dick uh you got gangs that literally dress like clowns <laughs> like so fuck those guys uh the music's generic and just stupid um there's a car chase that is just like god awful hey like okay so the cops just like abandon the city at night why why not just go out and kill these motherfuckers? Like no I don't budget, get it. no budget. <laughs> I, I guess. Robert Patrick, I love him, but he's not an Asian guy. So like, why did we cast Robert Patrick in this role? Like, oh my god. Um, but the funnest thing I had though, and I, I really, really like these movies, like Judge Dredd that we just watched, and um, you know, Missed Outfire, like stuff from the '90s. Like when you watch it, then you it's fun going back and seeing all these actors right and then like going on imdb and searching oh what's this guy done oh he hasn't done shit oh what's this guy oh fuck he was like a character actor in star trek it's really cool seeing all these actors pop up like judge dread for example you got herschel from walking dead that i'm like holy shit i didn't remember he's in there but um apart from that though this movie is god awful i do not recommend it to anybody um (laughs) watch mortal kombat the 90s version that's a far superior movie to this 
and fuck this movie. I better not lose number two because <laughs> I don't want to watch another one of these fucking double dragons. I got your next uh, one lined up for you. Oh God. Uh, another movie I watch is a rewatch. I mean, Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies of all time. So we rewatch that again. Um, it's perfect, man. It's uh, I mean, could you look at it through like a, a critic's eye and see some weird shit that doesn't make sense? Absolutely. But don't, you know what I mean? It's a great ride. Marty McFly is one of my favorite characters of all time. Doc Brown, Lorraine, Biff, uh, Crispin Glover, um, Miss George. It's just, the list goes on. It's so fucking good. Um, the way things are interlinked is awesome. You got Marty in the beginning. He's, you know, he's worried about um, sending his record off to someone. Like, what if they don't like him? What if he's no good? And then you go back in time and george says the same exact thing and then like marty's like hey That's apply him. yourself and then he fucking does the same it's just like it's it's great it's fantastic um but the final scene like the tension keeps ramping up over and over and over again like it, it cannot go worse the fuck delorean stalls um the fucking uh, electrical wire breaks and then he can't get it out it's it's just a perfect movie perfect adventure um back to the future as far as playing i've been playing quite a bit trying to uh you know pick what my movie or what my game pick is going to be for this week um played a little bit of this game called everspace where you're like basically you if you die you have to go back to the beginning it's a space uh, flying game it's okay started marvel guardians of the galaxy which is really cool i'm actually going to save it till i have more time to focus on it um daisy which is a port from pc that i played a lot of pc on it but the daisy port for xbox is terrible uh, um, basically, it's a one-life game where you're in a zombie-infested uh, map, and you have to survive. Like, you can freeze to death, you can um, go hungry, things like that. It's just not a good port, so I would not recommend it. Um, I plugged in No Man's Sky because that game's really fun, but I just never gave it a chance to, like, really sink in. But none of those games are the ones I'm picking, and I'm playing PUBG Battlegrounds like a motherfucker because I love that game. So that is all I have. Guardians is a fun game, isn't it? It's It's... Yeah, a lot better than uh, Marvel, and it's um, it took a little used to getting over the character models, you know, not looking like uh, Chris Pratt and all that. But uh, no, it's really good. That's probably my next game soon. That I'm gonna start probably after I finish whatever you're uh, picking. Um, so a few things for me this week. First movie that I watched uh, from 1988. It's uh, Bloodsport, starring Jean Claude Van Damme. Um, I'm a sucker for wait. Say that again. Jean- say that shit again. Jean Claude Van Damme. It's actually pronounced John Claude. John Claude. Okay. Move along. How does J E A N say John? Please, please explain. Is this fucking John Claude? Is this America, bro? John Claude Van Damme. Hey, man, you like that John Claude Van Damme, bro? Um. Yeah, so anyway, so I watch Bloodsport. I'm a sucker for competition movies. Like anything where there's a competition, I fucking love it. You know, whether it's, uh, you know, anything, fucking bowling, uh, fighting, cooking, I don't care. Like I'll watch anything that's competition. Uh, Bloodsport is one that I loved as a kid. My dad was a huge action uh, star. So, like, uh, sorry, action star film guy. I was and- like, who the fuck was he? I <laughs> yeah, wanted no, 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 no one. <laughs> uh, so he used to make me watch like Schwarzenegger, Stallone, uh, and JCVD films all the time when I was a kid. And yeah, this one holds up, man. It's so good. It's got a lot of montages, which I love. It's got typical like JCVD fucking splits and, uh, you know, wheelhouse kicks and everything that you expect from it. Uh, it's crazy when you watch it, having seen Mortal Kombat later, like how much this is basically where they got uh, Johnny Cage from. 
uh, right down to his nut shot, like the split nut shot. So it's cool to see kind of the influence for that. Um, I love like the wrestler dude that he befriends. Um, although the fuck, he looks so much like um, what's his name from Three Guys That Horror, uh, Eric from Three Guys That's Horror. Like the way he looks now looks exactly like that character. It's crazy. Like it's blowing my mind. Um, yeah, it's awesome. So if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. But I think most people who like that type of game would. Someone uh, where it's like a biker buddy gets his head stomped, right? Yeah, that's him. It's the biker buddy is the one I'm talking about. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, he's an awesome character. So definitely fun there. The other one I watched is actually one of the first theater movies I ever saw without an adult. Uh, it was in 1996, and that's Daylight, uh, which uh, stars Sylvester Stallone. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh yeah so in this one stallone is an ex like cop emt guy like someone takes care of emergencies and shit and he's a tra- taxi driver now and the bridge like implodes because of an explosion and he's the only person who could go in and like save the people who are in there because he's done a training exercise in the past that resembled exactly that situation so he goes in there and he saves a bunch of people and it's a pretty like standard survival film, but I love Stallone, man. I'm such a sucker for his movies. So I did enjoy it. I thought I would enjoy it more though. I guess I built it up in my head because it'd been a long time since I'd seen it and it wasn't great, but uh, I would still say if you like disaster films and stuff like that, which I do, uh, this one maybe is one to check out. It also has a really young Viggo Mortensen, which is super weird to see with like blonde hair and shit. So that chin remains the same though yeah yeah it's it's definitely tcm3 steve for vigo yeah i'm gonna go through that series soon because i'm missing a couple and uh that i should see and finally what i'm playing well i just got an oculus quest 2 which i'm super psyched about but i just got it yesterday uh, or at least set it up yesterday so i haven't really done anything but i'll report that on the next episode but one game i have been playing is uh zelda a link to the past which is the Super Nintendo uh, Zelda game. I don't know. I just started it, you know, on a whim. Just I'll play a few minutes and now I'm like deep into the game and I'm planning to finish it. And it's my favorite Zelda game of all time. I absolutely love the top-down Zeldas. Uh, I like it better than the like Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask or even uh, Link's Awakening type Zelda. I like the top-down ones. And this one is, I think, the best one out of the bunch. It's just so much fun. And uh, yeah, it's it's fun playing those old SNES games. And that's one thing I like about the Switch is having kind of their virtual console. And it's great. I need video of you guys playing your Oculus. I'm serious. It's not that cool looking. It, it's not the cool factor. <laughs> I think I, I look watch. badass like drawn from a fucking sidearm and stuff, but I fucking look like a moron. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> what I wanted for. <laughs> it's fun though, man. It's great. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, you don't have to get it, big baby. Well, I maybe I want to. Well, now you're not allowed to, so sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, what are we doing, trivia? We are doing listener questions first. Listener questions, got it. Yep. Do you have some, Mondo? I do have one uh, from Oddjob versus 007, but I think it's more appropriate for okay. the review. Okay. Um. So I'll hold on to it for that. Cool. Uh, I did get some from our boy Chuck. Uh, some audio questions. So, Chuck, what is your first question? What's up, Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast? Chuck here with a few questions. 
First off, what geeky movie would be improved if it was a musical? Hmm. Predator. No. <laughs> you can't improve on a classic already. <laughs> do the chapel. Let's dance. Come on, do it. Do it. No, it wouldn't work. Double Dragon, <laughs> dude. Fuck that movie. Let's make these guys sing and dance a little bit because that's basically what they're doing anyway. So, uh, oh, Judge Dredd would be cool too. Uh, yeah, Dredd. Yeah, anything with Stallone, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fight. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys do? Anything with Stallone. That's, that's anything with Stallone? Anything Stop with Stallone. or your mother will shoot. <laughs> yeah. uh, probably over the top. <laughs> that, that, that would be my pick. The over the top it ha- musical. It, it has oh, to be God. like fuck Les Miserables, though, where they like fuck sing everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm turning Tell my hat around. <laughs> I'm gonna sweat. Oh, it'll be perfect. It's the eye of the tiger. <laughs> he doesn't sing that song. <laughs> I know, but it's part of Rocky. Oh shit! And then uh, Ivan Drago's like, "I will break him." <laughs> I he will dies, break you. That dude's badass. He's tall as fuck too. Yeah, he's massive. I'm actually gonna watch uh, the, my next movie queued up is Universal Soldiers. Oh and, yeah! So, good. so fun fact. So I, it, it was it's leaving off Tubi, which is why I'm, I want to watch it. And I, I looked up like on IMDb to see uh, like how many of them. I thought there's only two of these. Like Universal One. No, there's like seven of them. Yeah. What the fuck did that come from? With like Day of the Red and, and stuff? all, all like in almost all of them. I'm like, yeah, because the, when did these come L- out? Lundgren took the reins for it, and then Jean Claude Van Damme came back in like the last two. It gets crazy. I, I thought, I, like, I saw the first one. Obviously, I saw the second one with Goldberg, and I thought that it ended there. And now there's like seven of them with all of them. I'm like, wow, I gotta. Watch all this crap. Nah, it's probably terrible. Classic, man. Yeah, I love it. All right. You have an answer, Mondo, or? Oh, I I was fucking around with uh, Predator and stuff, dude. Yeah, very cool. Mrs. Right. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome, actually. Uh, all right, Chuck. What is your second question? How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Just me, Chuck. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Todd. You were saying uh, off the off the air that uh, you don't think chickens can zero. kill. Zero, no, zero. I mean, what are they gonna do? They could. I don't know any animal the once put in like the corner. Two thousand pounds. I know, but that's why you said how many chickens? Zero. Uh, I'm gonna say let's go with a let's go with an even uh, uh, five million. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you drop five million chickens from an airplane on them, it would crush them. Yeah, I don't know that it would crush them. I mean, five million. A chicken, two pounds of chicken times five million. Maybe, dude. Chickens are way more than two pounds. Yeah. Sorry, Stephen. <laughs> Come on. Sorry, I don't know my chicken wait, weight. Wait, he's telling us pounds. <laughs> they don't use pounds in Canada. Yeah, we do. We we talked about this on our. Uh, oh gloves. yeah, only for some things. <laughs> only for some things. Pounds being one of them. Well, um, see, what you would need is four kilos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you guys ever seen the um, episode of MythBusters? Where they tested the mouse with the elephant? No. Yeah, so they were in Africa doing a shot for something, and someone's like, "Hey, you want to test the uh, the myth that elephants are afraid of mice?" And they're like, 
yeah, it's stupid. I mean, it's obviously they they're not, you know. They're like, well, we got time to kill, so let's do it. So they they bought one little white mouse, put in front of elephant, but they put it like under a coconut and waited for the elephant to come near. Then they lifted the coconut, mouse came out, elephant was terrified. I couldn't oh, believe really? it. Really? Yeah. They, they were shocked. <laughs> like, I, I don't <laughs> know if it's because they go up their trunk or whatever, but yeah, it's it's fact. Proven fact, huh? Wow. Crazy. Fucking crazy. So I've got five million. Uh, Todd's got zero. What do you got? I got one. One gigantic chicken. But he says one, to kill it. One elephant-sized yeah. chicken? Yeah, is he going like, to scare like, it to like, death? Like, like the chicken and fucking family guy. Oh, God. Not that fucking chicken. <laughs> yeah, that chicken. <laughs> You're back again, huh? <laughs> uh, good times. All right. All right. Uh, Chuck, what is your last question? Last but not least, if you could add a mandatory amount of alcohol to any sport, what sport would be better drunk? Thanks, guys. Look forward to the episode. Love you. Oh, fucking baseball. Oh, no way. No? So- soccer no. for me. Fucking hockey. Uh, put put <laughs> them on... <laughs> Put them on razor blade skates and get them wasted. It'd be fucking hilarious. Fucking turn into a fucking gladiator arena. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But with fucking like blades, you know, have you ever tried skating on, uh, on ice? I I can't ice skate for shit. I can barely roller blade. Yeah. It's tough. Like it looks easy when you watch hockey, but fuck, it is not that easy to try hitting, try hitting a baseball fucking. I I play baseball. (laughs) Try hitting a baseball drunk. Yeah. But that, that's the thing. No one would hit baseballs. It wouldn't be fun. Whereas hockey, they, they fight anyway. So it'd be people with fucking blades fighting. Let's arm wrestle drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What, what's, um, fuck, I always forget the damn sport, the Olympic sport. Curling. Let's curling. do some curling drunk. Dude, They're what do you think they drunk. did? They already do curling drunk. <laughs> curling drunk is called curling. <laughs> like, curly. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. That's it. All right. Cool. Well, Cody, I got your uh, your trivia coming up once we review the game. So next, moving on to that tri- 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 trivia. All right. Two-way tie, first place, 11 across, and then I got 10. Uh, we're also starting a new quarter, so. New quarter. Yeah, so we're all zero, right? Uh, yeah. We continue with the score. For the quarter. Yeah, zero for the quarter. Okay. But overall, though, we're doing overall. Gotcha. All right. Who would like to lead off today? I'll go. Okay. <clears throat> All my questions tonight are my four clue style question where uh, you can only answer once or a second time, five seconds after the last clue. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Let's do it. Bunny. Bunny. Jo- Johnny 23. Johnny 23. July 14th. Airplane. Conair? That's correct. No. Oh, very oh, good. Oh, shit. <laughs> Put the bunny down. <laughs> they Put call me the Johnny bunny. 23. It'd be Johnny 600 if they knew the truth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I remember that movie Daddy being trail. Really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that movie holds up. We should watch that. Oh, I watch that shit all the time. It was on TV, dude. Oh, Put uh, the bunny in the box. <laughs> that's Cyrus, the virus. Jeez, yeah, John, no one mentions that fucking uh what's his face is like a child predator and he just escapes and he, we're supposed He's to got like the it. whole right, yeah. world See, the like wait a minute what yeah i love when they load him like even all of them are scared of him like they're loading him like yeah. animal lector 
it's fucking nuts. It's a great movie. Ooh. There's right, a lot of know, big yeah. people in that movie too. Yeah, there is. Yeah, Big Rames, yeah. fucking uh, J- John Dave Malkovich. Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a lot. I cover that for sure. John Cusack's such a weird casting for that though. Oh, he's like yeah. FBI guy, right? Yeah. yeah. It's been uh, a minute. I got next. Yep. All right. My first two questions are this are uh, Hellblade related. Oh, I'm fucked. But they're not hard. <laughs> okay. All right. Approximately how many developers created Hellblade? Is that like closest. companies or individuals? How many individuals it took to create it? And it's closest. Three. Eight. Steve with uh, the win because it took approximately 20 people. That's pretty cool. That's crazy, like considering how graphically it looks. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know if that's more so because we're playing the the facelift version, right? Because this released realistically, I think, like in 2017 or something. Yeah, so 2016 or 17. So. And then it re-released on Series X. And, and they, uh, I don't know if you heard the developer when they announced 2, but they said 2 is going to make the first one look like fucking shit. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Well, if the, if the teasers they show are any indication, it's definitely going to take it up uh, five levels. Right. You're up, Todd. All right. <clears throat> what actor is the voice of Sora in Kingdom Hearts? Oh, it's uh oh fuck, what's his name? I I know his character. <laughs> um, uh, what's his actor. name? What's what's his name? It's uh, uh Haley Joel Osment. Correct. I like, I, I want to say the Sixth Sense kid, but I didn't want to. That's get what away. I was gonna say too. <laughs> we were thinking the same thing. I was like, I can't. It's a dude from fucking Sixth Sense and fucking the boys. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Sora. Sora. <laughs> 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 All right. Still on the clues. All right. Rug. <laughs> Nihilists. Nihilist? Yeah. Folgers yeah. can. <laughs> what, wait, what was that? Repeat that one. Rug. He's Nihil- right now. Nihilist. Right Folgers can. And bowling. Uh, Bull Durham? Kingpin. Wrong and wrong. You want one more yeah. guess? One more. Um, Rug. Uh, oh, ah, shut up. Okay. You don't say another freaking thing, Steve. <laughs> I know what it is. I don't want him to get it. But I Shawshank took Redemption. My... No, it's not no. my tongue. What the fuck is it called? Um, I oh, this is not cool. Um, <laughs> it's the fucking Big Lebowski. That's right. <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna say the dude guy, but I'm like, that's not the title. You fucking <laughs> no, idiot. that's his name. <laughs> Bye. Holy Rollers. All right, is that the same one? The what? The Holy, Holy Rollers. Rollers. Holy Rollers. What's that from? That's another bowling. Like it's like. I think that was um fucking Kingpin. No. Was it Kingpin? There, there, there's no teams in Kingpin. Oh. There's Bill Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, it's a big Lebowski great movie if you haven't seen oh, it. Yeah. I never watched it. Oh, it's, it's good. good. Fuck you, Lenny. Yeah. The dude. All right. Who's turn? My turn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. What is the name given to the voices in Senua's head? What are they referred to as? Children. The children. <laughs> nope. The voices. No. They just call it. No, they, I thought they just called it the, the voices. The, the nope. demons. You guys give up? I don't remember at all. Demon voices in my head. The correct answer is the Furies. Really? The Furies. Yep. Cool. I, I did not remember that at all, to be honest. <laughs> all right. My theme tonight is Haley Joel Osment. Oh, so. shit. 
Get ready for my American's Golden Boy. In the show, The Boys, what is Haley Joel Osment's soup name? Oh, fuck. S- super name? Is that what you said? Yeah. Super, yeah, superhero name. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, I know. The Mesmer, okay. Mesmerizer. You, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's great, right. man. He fucking gets destroyed, he is great. though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> To see Haley Joe Osmond in like an adult role like that, I didn't yeah. think he'd bounce back from Sixth Sense, and that is fucking. He's good in Tusk. Yeah, I've seen him in a few things. He's, he's but good. I didn't really like Tusk in general. Oh, Tusk I love good. Tusk, man. Yeah, he's Tusk in a good. teacher movie too. I forget what it's called. Mesmer. 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 <laughs> All right, here's my last one. This, right. uh, th- this one's probably the easiest of the three. Ah, oh, so. shit. <clears throat> Subway. Eat fresh. <laughs> Water jugs. Aspirin. Daylight. Nope. Oh. Where was the last one you said? Aspirin. Okay. And Chester A. Arthur. Oh, this is Die Hard 3. That's correct. Nice. Those are all part of the challenges. The subway explosion, the water jugs. And he needs his aspirin for (laughs) Yep. I got a bad fucking headache. (laughs) (laughs) All right. In Haley Old Josmet's, sorry, Haley Joel Osment's AI, artificial intelligence, Steven Spielberg directed it. But who was the original director? George Lucas. George Lucas is on the board, but it's incorrect. Uh, was it David Fincher? Incorrect. The answer is Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was his next film. Yep. He worked on it for like years and years. That's right. Which would have been insane if that was a Kubrick movie, man. It, it really, it feels like a, it could be a Kubrick movie now that I think of it. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Well, we end the night with two twos across the board. Ooh. Wait, right. don't nice. I have? I have one more. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, have that. Oh. yeah, I have one more. Well, let's see. Tiebreaker. All right. How many Fast and the Furious movies are there currently? Nine. Nine. You're both incorrect. There ten. are ten. <laughs> no. When the fuck did ten come out? There's not ten. out. No, they're Fast and the Furious. Here, I pull. I'll pull it up. Oh my god. <laughs> but the, I know because I looked it up. I looked it up. All right. And the last one was Fast Nine, but yeah. don't forget Tokyo Drift was in there too. Yeah, but Stephen and I three. both said nine simultaneously. Yeah, and Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift is part three. There's no part three. It's it goes from. Uh, I know, but there's ten one, movies two, total. Tokyo Drift is three. Then it goes Fast Furious four, Fast Five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's nine. <laughs> so it is a ten. Hold on. Wait a minute. I Means you both get a point. <laughs> uh, how to watch Fast Furious? That's just for family. We're family. Films. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's nine. Ah, uh, Steve and I both said it. Three, I think at the same time. Four, no lie. Five. Six, seven, eight, nine. Well, you forgot Hobbs and Shaw. No, that's a spinoff. That's a spinoff. That's not. So is right. so is Tokyo Drift. No, it's not. It's part of the main line. It's part three. Yeah, but doesn't that guy come back and part of the films? No, this one is called Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Hobbs and Shaw is not called. <laughs> they drive cars. <laughs> Whatever. You guys can both have the point. Does Nicholas Cage's drive? Give yourselves a point. I did because we said it at the same time. All right, three, three, two across the board tonight. But overall score, Steve is in the top of 14. Me and Mono tied with 13. That concludes week one of quarter number two. Tight race. 
It's there. It's getting. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, Steve, get out your uh, Hellblade and talk about Senua. Senua, don't do it, Senua. Run, Senua. It's all a lie. It's all a lie. Let me just pull it up here. You got to look for squares. You got to look. look for a T. Click X. Click X. No, we're not going to give you any X. tutorials. How do you defend? Steve, Steve. Just push, come on. Just push start and you'll Steve. see the fucking thing. Steve. Oh, he's really looking at you now. Hold on, I have a boner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> um, Senua Sacrifice. Uh, it's an action-adventure game developed and published by Ninja Theory that's set in a dark fantasy world inspired by Norse mythology and Celtic culture. The game follows Senua, a picked warrior who must make her way to Helheim by defeating otherworldly enemies and facing their challenges in order to rescue the soul of her dead lover from goddess Hela, which was released on Xbox One in April of 2018. Um, so yeah, so Senua's Sacrifice uh, is about a woman who goes basically into the depths of hell to save her lover. And... Um, the game is very highly praised by people. Uh, it was one of the developers that Microsoft has purchased since the release of this game uh, in Ninja Theory. And because part two is coming out at some point in the next year, I figured let's check out what part one is all about since there's so, you know, so much chatter about it. So that's why I picked it. I had not really played it before, although I did test it out like I had mentioned in previous episodes, just to make sure that it was good enough. And my quick thoughts about it without going into spoilers just yet is it was fucking great. Uh, the problem with this game is the first hour and a half are kind of a drag and that will turn a lot of people off and take people away from the game because I find that they don't explain a lot of stuff at the beginning and there are a lot of heavy puzzle elements that happen in the first hour and a half. But once you get past that and you start going really more into the hell levels and start fighting more as opposed to doing puzzles, the game is fucking excellent. Um, you have people whispering in your ear the whole time. The graphics are fucking amazing. The hell-like landscapes that they come up with are really, really cool. There are big characters coming after you and stuff like that. Uh, it's great, man. I really, really enjoyed this game. And if you decide to try it, I say tr try to at least pass the first hour and a half to two hours. And after that, it's all good from there. So those are my well, thoughts. I must suck because I got two hours and 54 minutes in. And I was like, I do not like this puzzle bullshit. I do not like it. But now you're describing this hellscape. I'm like, damn, I should have fucking stuck with it. Um, my initial thoughts, all the, all the, all the positive things you said, it looked great. Um, that first opening thing too, when you're on the little canoe thingy or something and you're going to like a river and there's like bodies and shit, that was really cool. I like the concept of it, but then like, it comes to a certain point where like, am I enjoying what I'm doing right now? And I wasn't because I was looking for like, uh, line up the tree with the pole. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this. Um, the stuff that worked though for me before I abandoned it was the fighting. I really liked that you didn't get explained stuff because I was like, oh shit, like what am I, uh, what, what do I need to do? But thankfully it was, you know, traditional controls, nothing crazy. Um, yeah, I didn't stick with it though. I, I went two hours, 54 minutes in and it looked great. It just didn't grab me like it did you. Am I good to uh, spoil as I talk about it now on my end? Spoil it. All right. So like Steve said, it is very hard and rough to play the first hour and a half to two hours or so. Um, 
it was for me too. I I almost abandoned it, not abandoned it, but I stopped playing it for a little bit because like, man, that was kind of it's kind of boring and it was kind of frustrating too. Um, with that being said, though, when you're starting up a game and it tells you headphones are like highly encouraged to wear, if you're not a headphone wearer when you play games like I am, um, follow the instructions because having headphones on definitely um, helps you with this game. And what I mean by that is never have I played a game where I know the voices in Senua's head are indicative of like, you know, her the psychosis she's going through like she's dealing with this crazy like like schizophrenia almost so many different voices talking to her but when you're in battle those voices are telling you behind you behind you and essentially telling you like dodge or you're almost done finish it finish it like that was such an incredible thing to add to this game basically you have these voices telling you how to fight how to access abilities that you didn't have before um it really was rough in the beginning especially I don't know if you got to this part yet or got to this part, Todd, but when you get into like a forest and there's a bunch of different like illuminated blue runes and you essentially have to like use these portal systems that alter that's the landscape. That's where you stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, when I was playing, I'm like, what the hell do I do? Like this whole idea of going through this portal and it changes the landscape, like where a door didn't exist, exist before. Now there is, or a stairway that was broken is now repaired. That, that part so early on was really kind of frustrating but after you get past that that whole idea that whole gameplay is really fucking cool now i'm with you with the puzzle thing that whole lining up stuff at times was annoying but as you get later on into the game and you've kind of learned what to look for and you hear the voices telling you like you're close you're close saying well you're close that was really cool it was like such a good and unique element um one of the things that I had kind of compared this game to on my end was I felt like I was playing like an A24 movie realizing the game um, because it was so slow in the beginning and it really picked up uh, the rune puzzles. Like I said, they were, they could be brutal at time. That elimination one in, in, in the first two hours was super brutal. Um, but once you figure it out, it, everything else becomes easy. Um, I said here, I already said the headset's a must. Now that first boss, that crow boss, Steve, I must have died like four or five times, dude. That was the most frustrating boss I've ever fought. Did you have a hard time with him too? Uh, I found him twice. And yeah, I mean, he's, he's tough. It's just, you have to wait a lot. You know, you have to be patient in that one. Yes. You have to wait for the perfect opportunity to kind of hit him. Yeah. Uh, but that's another one. The voices help you, you know, they're kind of. And, and it was at that point that I think I reached out to you and I was like, dude, how do I. It, what am I supposed to do? Because I found out you could focus and slow down time essentially, which helps you with parrying and fighting these bosses. And the voices tell you that. But if you're not playing with the headset, you're not going to really hear it so well. Um, but I do think that some of my past games that I've played, like Tsushima most recently and uh, Assassin's Creed, definitely helped with my parrying ability because I felt like a goddamn fucking OG in this game, parrying just about everything. Um, you pretty much have the same mission structure in this game, just like you do with any other game where you basically have to pass like trials and stuff. And that's what I really want to talk about. Steve was um, after you fight suitor, right? Yeah. The fire God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was a really cool fighting. The fire God was fucking awesome, but I mean, it only took me like 30 seconds to kill him, which is where I felt like super like, yeah, I'm ready for this game. I'm going to own it. And then the game decides to own me. Um, because then you get to those Odin quest, you have to do like four different like missions. Which one did you have the hardest time with? Oh, is the one that where you're like lost all the time. 
the swamp one no the swamp one i i did one shot without like so much as alerting anything even running from that fucking thing yeah uh no uh once i died once running from the thing because you have to run essentially and find the runes while this fire thing is chasing you yeah. and one hit ko's you yeah, no, the one that I had trouble with was the one that was kind of like, if you don't go the right in the way, darkness. it like re- repeats the puzzle kind of. Oh, the labyrinth one. Yeah, that's the one that I had trouble with. Yeah, Todd. There, so there's this, there's this mission in there, Todd, where you have to, you basically are in a labyrinth and you have to listen for, uh, Dillion is the name of her lover. You have to listen for his voice and you have to go down the right tunnel. And if you don't, it like repeats you back like at the beginning. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> Her, her lover's Dylan. Dillion. Dylan. Dylan. Get down to here. Um, but those the, the game is just so beautiful. And all these mechanics were really cool. Um, I like when you finally get, I believe it's pronounced grammar, the fucking ultimate lightsaber sword I put on there. It's basically the god sword. Right, Steve? Yeah, it is. It's awesome. It's a, it's a great element. I'm actually just to go back to the the trials there. I'm yeah. actually shocked you made it past them, to be honest. Because, Me? yeah, like the one where you're blind and stuff, it's not, it's a little, it's a little creepy in there. Like, no, I mean, I'm telling you, for some, and... some weird, I, I can't do first person creep, but I can do third person. And that one wasn't too bad. It was like, I just thought they were going to kill me when you get too close, but I just fucking spit, sped right through it. Um, but you get the fucking God sword because you're trying to fight Hella, who I totally glossed over. You get to see Hella. When you're trying to cross this fucking bridge into Helheim and she's just fucking like a giant. Um, but then you fight fucking Fenrir, the wolf. That was a cool fight. Um, and just this whole and there's at one point where you end up in hell. That fucking level was so cool. Steve, talk on that. Oh, a little bit. It was so fucking cool. Uh, it kind of reminded me of Dante's Inferno uh, yes. on, on 360. And like the way like there's creatures like integrated into the walls and oh it was so good it's, it was such a cool visual like effect and it was just a pleasure to like go through all these different interpretations of hell and you know uh all that stuff and it was yeah I, that was probably my favorite part of the game was going through hell it was brutal too it was like it was all you know, with the hands reaching out to you yeah. walking in the rivers of blood and fire and non-stop fighting like it was just so cool um like I said, this game is just, it's so beautiful. And what I, um, what I truly, truly enjoyed about this game that I think fails in a lot of other um, respects when people use that was the breaking of the fourth wall was when Senua was looking at you and talking to you. And like, that was crazy. I'm playing this game. This fucking character's looking at me, talking to me. And I'm like, Holy fuck. Like, this is, this is crazy. It's all part of how they developed this game to deal with mental illness. But um, I really liked it. The, that last battle was really cool and encouraging. I mean, how many games do you play where you're tearing down enemy after enemy only to be told at the end, like, just let yourself go, just give up your fight. And you basically have to die in order to beat the game. Like it was just, it was great. I love, it was um, the live action on here reminded me of control when you were have like the characters in the background that are real live action people, but you're still the computer, the fucking CGI. Um, so I like that. I wasn't that big of a uh, fan of the puzzles, like I said before, but there were so many great performances all around in this game. The story of this game really took off. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it was so fucking cool. Um, and the voices, not only they're talking to Senua, but they're talking with like amongst each other as well. 
uh, which I thought was so yeah. clever. Like, what is she doing? I don't want to die. What happens? Yeah. I don't want to die. Yeah, she knows that's not the way. She should go turn around. Turn around. Turn around. Like, turn around. Yeah. That's it's 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 it was a really clever game and it's unique. You know, there aren't really a lot of games like this. Um, and it takes a lot of risks, and I, I really enjoyed that event. And I'm like that last fight, I must have fought for fucking half an hour. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Having no idea that there was no way to, to die. It. <laughs> you have to die. Yeah. And yeah, it was uh it was great, man. Like that whole fight with Hella though, where you're getting kind of closer and closer, and she's and like she blows huge. you back. Yeah, it's God, the imagery of this game, Todd. It's so like it sucks that you didn't make it far because I think you would have loved it. I, I think you like Dante's yeah, Inferno. I really so. I love I really love Dante's Inferno. <laughs> yeah. So it had There's a lot a, of that, but with way better graphics, you know. So yeah. And it does it, it Todd, it gets it's hard to get through that first half. It really sets the tone. But like I said, that A24 movie comparison where it starts off slow, but some of those movies are fucking gems and I think what makes this game even better besides everything that I already said was the time to beat it because in it, it's packaged in like an eight hour, give or take uh, to complete it. I finished it in six hours and 59 minutes. And with the exception of how slow it was in the beginning, it definitely the payoff was, was cool. The ending was also really cool too, man. I mean, it's just fun. It was, it was a fun game. Fucking Steve keeps finding these diamonds in the rough, man. Yeah. Well, this one wasn't hard because Microsoft plugs it so much. So I, I knew I was going to play it eventually because I was curious. People are so psyched when they announce Hellblade 2. I'm like, I'm, you know, I got to try this one at some point. So I'm glad to know who the fuck that character was because seeing those name drops for some fucking Hellblade 2, I was like, what is this game? Who's this CGI chick that looks so real that's screaming at me singing? And now that I played the game, I can be like, oh, okay. But that being said, though, I don't know that. I will jump into the sequel day one. I think I will play it eventually. Like you said, for plague plague yeah. tale, but Same it's not going to be a day one. for I, me. I have to be in a specific mood for games like this. So it's... I'm just not sure how they're going to continue it because is she like a, a God killer now? Is she like the, uh, it could be like, like God a, of war. Yeah. It could be like totally like God of war where she goes after, you know, different gods or I don't know. It's going to be interesting though. I don't know if you saw the gameplay from, I did with like the big giant last year with that giant like creature in like the cave. Yeah. Uh, like just that I'm like, Holy shit. That looks amazing. But do you think that that's so, so close to what God of war is right now? Because God of war, like, I feel like I've been playing like a lot of Vikings heavy stuff, like Valhalla, um, God of war, um, Hellblade or not Hellblade, excuse me. Um, Horizon zero dawn's kind of got that Viking element to it. And now Hellblade, so I'm just kind of like, where are they going to go with it? Is it going to be worth it? Because this one, this would be a good one-off like standalone, but obviously they're making a sequel to it. So, yeah, uh, but it, it's also ha- also very different, you know, in a lot of ways too than those games. So, you know, it has its place, I think. But I'm curious to see what they do with part two. But now having you know kind of the basis of what part one is, I can look at part two in a different way and be more psyched for it. I guess than I would have otherwise. I still don't think I figured out the combat like some of the people I've seen playing it. They were doing some crazy combos and shit. Um, but I'm glad I figured out how to utilize that melee button correctly for those shield fucking characters. I, I felt like a fucking boss by the end where there's like five, six characters attacking me at once, but I'm like pairing all of them and going into slow-mo and killing that. It's just like, wow. Like you really, it's weird. And I like how they integrate more and more. Like at first it's just one regular boss and he's tough. Yeah, you, you get to you get used to him, but right when you get used to him, then they add a second one of him, 
and then a third one and then it's a tougher boss with those two and then they like slowly yes. integrate the fight throughout the whole game and that leads you to the end boss where it's all of them like just throwing at you at once and but you could still beat them all because you're so like you learned so strong you know, yeah. yeah you it know it's great one of the things that really caught me off guard was that last boss boss battle you fight a group of enemies for like five ten minutes then you go to like the second section which is like uh, final boss form two basically and you have to fight the big bosses you fought previously right, like yeah. Suter and varin and fucking fenrir, fenrir. Yeah. oh my god at the same time exactly but you're used to it by then so it's like you're way better and and they don't it's not like they give you really that many new powers either you know it's just really just learned you like you yeah. learned how to From fight the these voices things. in your fucking head yeah it's crazy and, and this takes me back to, to Cody's question um, in regards to the game. And Cody says, did those of you who made it through the end get surprised about the message and awareness they were bringing to mental health? Uh, I already knew about it because a lot of I'd seen a lot of people talk about it. So I was expecting it going in, but it was really nice to see like them tackle mental health in such a unique way. Um, so I really enjoyed that as well. See, I read the instructions as far as the warning that it was going to involve mental health and stuff. I, I missed the whole headset thing. Um, but I think that what they went for and their consultation with experts in that field and the product that they delivered was fucking spectacular. And if, I've never had a personally experience with anyone in my family or friend that has issues like that. I mean, maybe Todd every now and then. Um, but <laughs> I saw him unmute himself. <laughs> Uh, but I think they did a great, <laughs> they did a great fucking job um, with this game, and for them to implement that in the story and it be such a integral element to finding your way from beginning to end and seeing the emotional breakdown and her finally letting go of her journey and realizing that she wasn't gonna be able to succeed in the way she had hoped and bringing them back, like it was fucking good. It was powerful, and I loved it, especially the voice of her dad dude holy shit yeah that yeah. was a, a great voice it reminded me of a uh, ralph inyanson or the guy from the witch oh yeah right because mm -hmm. he's got such a deep voice like that right. it was cool but is your game dude you you rate it first uh yeah so i i really loved it uh i thought it was a great game i'm very happy i played it is it one of my favorite games no uh i think the puzzle elements were not great and there are some parts where I was just like, okay, I just want to move on now. Like, I don't want to just walk around this room and trying to find the perfect angle for shit. So I give it a four out of five stars. And I'm right there with you, man, for pretty much the same reasons. If you let me run a little bit quicker, um, I'd, I'd enjoy that. If, um, if you eliminate some of the puzzle challenges early on, it's a better game. Um, but nonetheless, with all that being said, it's a beautiful game. The story is impactful. Um, mental illness in a video game, the way this was displayed was fucking spectacular. And I also gave it a four out of five. Well, I gave it a two because I didn't finish it and it didn't grab me. Um, That's fair. Yeah, I think I'm the people on the spectrum that if you didn't get past those puzzles you're not gonna like it and i think it that's what happened exactly what happened to me obviously so yeah it, it was actually gonna happen to me too and i actually like asked my friend who recommended it to me i'm like does it get better because i i i'm not gonna i'm gonna stop here he's like no just keep with it and had i not kept with it i wouldn't have picked it so yeah and i think cody said the same thing on that meetup we had this past weekend that him too it started off really slow and then it just 
he echoes everything. This is one of those games that you have to have someone you know who played it mm-hmm. to kind of motivate you to get through because what Steve's friend did for him, Steve did for me. And, you know, I can't say that I'm upset that I played it. Right. So four out of five. Um, if you guys don't already have it, you know, get that GG app that tracks your game stuff. I know I have to update a few things on mine, especially enter- entering this game, but I'd love to see what you guys thought about your reviews. I mean, drop us stuff in the discord. Let us know. It's not just about us talking about it and you guys listen. I would love to hear your input on this too. Um, not just the games, but the movies and everything. Um, but before we go, Toddy boy here, he's got the next game pick. So I'm scared to ask, but I have to, what are we playing? What were you guys doing back in 2011? I wonder. Jerking off for sure. sure. (laughs) I got married. (laughs) Okay. Well, Steve's probably not going to like this because I'm sure he's played it a few times. Mondo's played it at least once. But the cog needs you, boys. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Gears of War 3, baby. Three. Oh, I haven't played that one. Oh, you haven't played? Oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tissues need to come out. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to jerk off right now? Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> go, Mark. Go, Marcus. Hold him back. God, I haven't played this one, so it's good. This is actually exciting, man. Perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, Gears of War, everyone knows, like, but basically the locusts on uh, have taken over now, like the fucking cog, man. They're on their last leg. They got a fucking boat in this one that we started off on. But yeah, I'll leave it at that. Um, played one and two because I'm redoing the series, and two is just fucking amazing. Um, one's great too, but two really ramps it up the fucking emotional stuff. In oh it. God, with uh, Maria. Gosh, Maria. man, he fucking shoots her. Oh my God. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I started three, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna stop here because I'm gonna f- uh, fresh play it when I select it for the game. So here's this a over on a game co-op Pass. game too, right? Yeah, all of them yeah. are. Yep. Is this a two player or four it's player co-op? I think it's only two player on uh, two player. Oh, okay. Three. It's cool. not till gears. Wait four or five that they started integrating four people gotcha okay um steve do you want to talk about a potential special well, guest appearance in the not future? so much potential i think it's pretty well i'll in. let you say it yeah so unfortunately uh todd here decided that he wants to go to texas and have some uh, barbecue and i know he was hanging for a week so uh we're bringing texas in barbecue yeah I got it. i'm so jealous <laughs> <laughs> so we're bringing in a special guest for one episode our uh our man from the horror squad podcast joe and since joe is going to be on the episode we decided let's do one of his favorite non-horror films because he never gets to talk non-horror and that's dick tracy from the 1990s so i'm pretty psyched about it yeah don't worry asa we haven't forgot about the crow we'll definitely that's still coming out after yeah. um, well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see ace in a couple of weeks bro yeah i know so you could blame todd in person right <laughs> um uh, we'll talk about uh, it at barbecue yeah you guys gotta barbecue some tex-mex food but uh we're gonna hang out with joe and i promise to our listeners that i will get him to confess to all the porno he's been watching on his vr headset so yeah yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah, so we'll do uh, Dick Tracy next episode. When Todd returns, we'll do The Crow, and then we'll back on our schedule with Gears 3 and you know, so on and so yep. forth. So. The bearded bastard himself. Yeah, so, and <laughs> yeah, he'll probably talk be... about his, uh, oh, yeah, his Oculus true. Quest 2 game experience. <laughs> so, yeah. Good times. 
Cool. Good times. Senua, run, Senua, run. Don't look behind. I don't want to die, Senua. Please, Todd, please. Todd, turn this game off and go play PUBG again for don't the turn it off. Time. Don't turn it off, Todd. You're not going to get late tonight, so just keep playing it. Hey, Todd, you have, you have 10 days total on PUBG. Maybe you should stop playing that. <laughs> Jesus, 10 days? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe you should, maybe should play something else. <laughs> You guys, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys. Hit us up on the Discord. Until next time, see you later. Bye. can feel her coming closer. She's getting This is a journey deep into darkness. There will be no more stories after this one.